0: It's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination, full of features that help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system. Search by sex. Weight, morph, or other keywords, and use our buy it now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your marketplace account to your ship your reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad that also gets fed to the reptile report and our powerful marketplace Facebook page. Buying or selling? Use shipyourreptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptile successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit ShipYourReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.
1: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Morelia Python Radio, back from the Southern Carpet Fest that took place this past weekend. Oh, and I can't wait to tell you all about it. That's and why we're here. A good time. I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, you dragged me here. It's, we're going to talk about how you did this wonderful vacation over to Bill's house, which, dear God, I what the whatever the hell Bill does, I should have done that. Um <laughs> Because you're sending me pictures of all his entire house, and I'm like, holy crap! So, clearly, I passed Owen and failed miserably there. But oh, um,
1: oh, the, oh, the pool picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: If anybody yeah. ever hears from Bill, I don't know if I can afford that. You're allowed. You now have my permission to smack him across the face because uh. <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell him I said uh. that.
1: But um, I'm sure I'm sure sure he's listening. (laughs) I'm
2: sure he knows. But um, and also it looks like they had a great turnout and it looks like there was a lot of fun. And of course, you got hammered and did, you know, impressions that you normally do that I try to keep you away from the public eye when you do that.
1: Yeah, I got I got I got drunk and sober. Yeah. Drunk and sober
2: again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all, in, all in the span of Saturday. Drunk, sober, drunk, sober. <laughs> the problem is,
2: is that I know when you are because your, your texts are, like, clear, coded, nice, to the point. I don't know what he's saying here. This isn't, that's like a picture of a wall. So, yeah, it's like, you know, there's, then he's back to clear, coded, and I'm like, oh. all right, well, either somebody else has his phone right now or he's okay, but... um but no, it looks like it was a great time, and I, and I, and I am honestly kind of kicking myself that I couldn't make it. Uh, but I will try next year because I can't keep sending you out to these things by yourself.
1: No, um, no try. There's no try.
2: No try. There's, there's try. no difference. No, oh, Only do. Yeah.
1: Well, no. there's, well, this is how I this is how I look at it, and this is really. Um, let me let me start by saying this. So, what was it in 2012? Right. Yes. We yeah. just
2: way we back decided,
1: when. Yeah, we decided that we were gonna try to put together this carpet fest because one of the coolest things about carpet pythons and the Morelia group of people is just that, the people. Um right. so it always seemed like it was a pain in the ass to get to talk to people at shows and you know, when you really you wanna try to pick you know the breeder that you look up to or whatever, um, you know, to, to, to really, to really hang out with, and you know, and I'll get into this, but when you're attending these to see this time I was an attendee, I didn't, I didn't put anything yeah. together, you know, which I saw. <laughs> I the yeah. <laughs> and the thing of it is, is that I didn't know, I knew them from online, but I didn't know them personally. And, um, When you get to know somebody face-to-face, you get to talk to them. There's a couple guys, and I'll go through it as we go through, but there was a couple guys like, you know, I want to hang out with them again. (laughs) I fly down there this next Mm -hmm. weekend. So anyway, so we put this together, this this carpet fest, and we didn't know whether or not it – It was going to be a good thing, and I think at the time, the only thing that really held us back was where we were going to have it, and then Howard jumped in, he said that he would host it, and then that kind of went strong for a couple years, and then we moved it to your place, but then you see these little, like, other carpet fest popping up, and, you know, we really took the idea, apparently Trooper Walsh used to do this back in the day, and have these little get-togethers, the Condro community, and, um you know I, I just think it's a great way to just get get on the level with somebody that you can get to know them in a personal way um, yeah. so first i have to send out a huge a huge thanks to bill and his wife um you know they let me crash at his place and uh, man i can't tell you you know they treated me like i was family they were awesome um it was really awesome to hang out with bill he's always somebody that i kind of kind of really looked up to in the reptile community. Um, but to actually hang out with them um on that kind of level really like took that up another notch, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, super, super, super awesome guy. And man, his wife can cook some good food. You missed out on that, <laughs> oh good Lord. Damn it <laughs> 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 My diet went out the window, man. <laughs> I was thinking we were doing so well. Uh, but um Yeah the, uh, that- the, that was gone. It's,
2: it's a good cause. I mean, screw it. But uh, when when we when we started Carpet Fest, we you you and I of course talked about how like oh it would be awesome if and the first awesome if would be you know that we could have it go for continue like numerous years and then the other one was if other Carpet Fests around the country could crop up and the right. fact that we're now up to like what four is mm-hmm. amazing yeah. to me is that we yeah. started this and that we have, uh, five, 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 five. Yeah. Five. I can't count. But, um, <laughs> they, Philadelphia school district right there. Anyway. Um, but the, um, yeah, but the, it was, it, it was just one more thing where it's like now we got the car professor rolling and you know, of course we, we, if there's room for more, please God more because it's awesome. And, uh, I definitely love it when it brings all the different Morelia heads together from different parts of the country. I would love to see Carpet Fest internationally if somebody was going to run one over in the U.K., over in Europe, over in Australia maybe. I'm looking at a lot of you guys in Australia because been shit. But, you know, possibly <laughs> they're from there. You just go stand outside. Yeah. Um, and it would it would be cool because you know uh, I love seeing all the T shirts, I love seeing the group photos, all that kind of crap. Because it's like, holy crap, this thing is actually continuing. Um, it, it, this honor to God could have been a a one and done thing, and we would have never had carpet fest number two if nobody liked it or if anybody didn't enjoy themselves. So clearly, we're doing something right. So uh,
1: yeah, I, w- I was you know so what I was gonna what I was gonna say earlier is is that. Yeah. You know, we spend all this money on snakes, we uh-huh. buy new snakes, we buy new equipment, we buy, you know, uh, all these different things, uh, you know, reptile related, um, but I can't tell you how good of an investment it is. I mean, it cost me like 200 bucks to get down there for the weekend. Yep. yep. Um, you know, and you could go down with, the, you know, you could head down with a bunch of people. And you know, crash in a hotel and split it up, kind of like what we're doing at Tinley. Doing but Tinley. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't tell you how invaluable uh, that, that that the experience is. I mean, you know, it was it was really cool to be able to see it through the attendees' eyes. You know, to just right. kind of show up and and kind of just enjoy yourself. Right. You know, um,
2: you're not you're not showing up the night before to help clean prep and get ready to go. So,
1: um, yeah, I know. Right. Uh, so there's so many people, um, you know, that, that I met and these are in no particular order, but, you know, I guess, um, you know, all these people that, again, that I knew from, you know, online, um, and then, you know, just to get to know them, uh, one-on-one, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out and shooting the shit and and all that kind of stuff was was pretty freaking awesome. Um so I got there on um Friday night and mm-hmm. um you know, Bill picked me up from the airport and we we drove over to his house and you know, we hung out, and talked for a while and uh just talked about, you know, different things and you know, his view and you know He just, it's just cool to hang out with somebody and it's, it's, it's drama free and, you know, uh, you know, you're just geeking out about reptiles. That's kind of what I felt like, you know, and then, um, uh, we went and saw his collection, which is friggin' phenomenal, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. and Bill, in case you don't know, um, he runs, uh, Phoenix reptiles, um, which you can find them on Facebook or uh, Face. I think it's phoenixreptiles.net dot net is his website. But uh, right. he has he has a guy that helps him out, and his name is uh, Logan um, Murray, and mm-hmm. he has his own little thing going on called Infinity Infinity Reptiles. Man, I can't tell you how awesome this guy was. Uh, I I just you know I just he's just just a really chill dude uh you know just you could tell he's just really excited about reptiles and you know he's got the job of you know clean (laughs) he said he said he was the handyman uh yeah (laughs) bill's handyman reptile handyman
2: you're you're the cleaning guy yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so uh me and him uh went out there and uh bill and we uh you know cleaned his collection that seems to be the uh (laughs) The thing you do on the night before, because that you want everything. Exactly to... the the night before. Because apparently, according to all of us, snakes don't crack in
2: front of company. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And even then, do you remember when we cleaned all my guys? Like what was the yeah. one, like all the blood let loose and it's like, you know, from Matt lawn this thing's sitting in, you know, disgusting blood yeah. python on soup. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah.
1: So, you know, we were going through and the one thing that I will say, and I know, you know, that we're talking about Carpet Fest, but the one thing that I will yeah. say is that um Bill's ball python collection is pretty freaking outstanding as well. He 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 focuses on yeah. animals well. that that yeah, I lost you. That retain um retain color into adulthood and I can't tell you, man. A lot of the things that I saw I've, I've seen online, I've seen them yeah. at shows I guess and stuff but um I don't know it just was a different a different look and uh definitely uh top notch stuff like have you shown me something? I'm going to screw this up. Like the name. It was like Vanilla Scream. There was like Enchi Bananas and like just these crazy things. i like, what the holy hell? You know, it was not it <laughs> Not to mention. I mean, that's just the beginning of, of what we looked at, you know. Um, then, you know, his carpets. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to see that. Uh, you know how much I love that zebra jag that he has. Um, that ocelot zebra jag. Uh, yeah. Got to hold that. Check that out. Um, yeah, He has... Uh, he has some uh some pretty cool carpet pythons. Of course, um <laughs> the uh the caramel head albino that he got from me is probably the most evilest thing in the world. <laughs> Mine's not.
2: Dude, the one I got the one I got from you is an evil cuss too. I, I took a picture of it the other day, bit me four times. What the hell did uh, you do to those things?
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um,
2: and he gave the chase because it's had albino. Because a zebra head albino is like a doll. But anything caramel, like my caramel jack had albino is like evil. Like it puts some scrub pythons to shame.
1: Wow, and and you know my yeah. car, my caramel head albino female, the the damn to that clutch, she's just chill as yeah. can be. So well, yeah. I don't know. Weird. Uh, <laughs> of course. Anyway, back, back to. <laughs> of course, we checked out the ruffies. You know that was uh, a big hit. Um, you know, it was, it was really cool, uh, to see that. Um, then there was the Carpondros, which as dude, as much as I hate to say it, you know how much this hurts my soul. It hurts my soul, man. They were freaking phenomenal. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I'm telling you that crazy one that I, that I, I, there's a picture floating around somewhere with me holding it like yellow and black. It's like, it's like the coolest carpet python. If that was a carpet python morph, people would be going nuts over it, you know. Um, We've we said that a million times.
2: So yeah, yeah but it, it looked it looked nice. I like the contrast. Yeah. And as yeah. far as you get with me, so.
1: And even with the pictures, like you know, mm-hmm. those pictures didn't do that animal justice. Um, but of course uh, not. They were they were really really cool. Um. What else? And of course, then there was just the regular condros. I mean, Bill has a top-notch collection of condros. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was cool to pick his brain about how he keeps condros. It was cool to actually—I know he thought that I was working for the weekend, but I was learning for the weekend. You know, I as he was cleaning, I was just picking up little tips and things that he does. That you know, uh, it's all—you know—how you can you can go in, and you see how somebody else does it, and you can always pick something up from. uh you know just from that experience which is which is awesome um Mm -hmm. so i was i was happy about that so you know and then that was pretty much friday night um (laughs) yeah uh that was pretty much friday night and uh you know that was it we kind of just hung out smoked some cigars and uh you know went to bed and got ready for the next day woke up early and of course you know, when you have people over the carpets or the, the just the animals that you clean the night before
2: they all spilled the water, because it <laughs> crap, did whatever. Yeah. I
1: mean, yeah. 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 Of so we ran through we ran through the collection again and uh, you know, just did some last minute spots spot cleaning and stuff and uh you know, uh we were ready to roll. Um the one thing that I will say is that I've never done this with my chondros i don't know if you've done this with your chondros owen but take them out into the sunlight they turn into a new animal the blues pop the the color just changes and oh my god it's crazy i i I would have thought you know i wouldn't have thought it would have been that dramatic but they really 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 change Mm -hmm. uh when they're out in the sunlight um, you know how I am about bringing my snakes outside because that's
2: when I'll find out the neighbor who can see into my yard three doors down is terrified of snakes and has a uh-huh. son on the borough council. I mean, that's that's how we'll roll with that. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you uh, Maybe I'll bring them near a window. So, but,
1: <laughs> yeah, stick them out the window real quick. Yeah, I'll
2: stick them out the window a little bit. Yeah, but uh. I hate I, I, that. That sounds awesome. I mean, I, I bet you it does because. Uh, He's got some really good looking condors, really nice animals. So,
1: he has this one that had like uh, it had blue and white and black and green and yellow and it was just crazy. It was re- really nice. And you know the cool thing is, is that he actually let people go in and handle his collection. Um oh my I god. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think his goal was that he really wanted to uh for people to see that chondros uh, really don't, uh, you know, they're not they're not the mean, horrible animals that you know people make them out to be. Um, you know, going by you know the wild caught animals that people dealt with years ago. I mean, everybody was holding chondros. It was like chondro, 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 chondro. You know, everybody wanted to hold them. And
2: afternoon at Buddy's. It's like hey, yeah. hey, you're not holding the Condro here. It's like all right. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. That's exactly yeah. what it was exactly. like. Exactly.
2: Yep, yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. So uh then the, you know, the people started come, coming in and you know, Evan Evan Browder was the guy that kind of kind of got this ball rolling. So we got to send a shout out to him. Big thanks mm-hmm. uh you know for uh for 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 doing it and getting everything together and you know, uh, getting with Bill and working out the details and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was cool to meet him. Um, <laughs> my first art, well, our first experience with Bill was us signing the complete car- the complete carpet python yes. that I cast. I remember that. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm like, who was is like, this person, and why does he care about my signature? <laughs> so, <laughs> and you wrote just like you wrote this long beautiful thing. I just went Owen oh, McIntyre. So it's like you know, it yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking, is he trying to get my signature for checks or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, so.
2: That's what I thought. Little does he know I'm broke. ha <laughs> So, you know. Y-
1: you win. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, big thanks out to uh, – thanks goes out to Evan for uh, – if you don't know Evan, uh, he goes by Carpet Cartel as well. Uh, he's an awesome guy, has tons of passion. You know, there was a lot of passion flowing, man. That's why I loved it down there. It was like very, very passionate people. I was I was in my element, man. I was feeling it. Um, huh. Of course, this was something that you would probably really dig, Owen. I'm listening. Uh, later on in the day, I got to hang out and talk with Mr. Michael Pinnell, uh, a.k.a. M Penn. Um,
2: Please tell me you did cool spend guy. the entire time on IJs. On IJ's? And, no, and we didn't IJ,
1: even really. Is it something like that? No, oh, no, we God. didn't even. Oh, thank God! Thank God. You know, just uh another, just awesome guy. Uh, which is which is cool because,
2: I mean, we've spoken to him several times. We all know who he is, but like now you now you have a face to the name. I don't, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's almost like meeting. Uh, if I can put it on this level, it's like meeting her. Yeah. It's like. Rock star status, you know, like um, it's like uh, I, I don't I don't know how to explain. It. I mean, we've talked about from day one. I mean, M Pen was yeah. the, if you were dealing with coastals, it was kind of the thing. I remember uh, on yeah, our very yeah. on our on our third show, I think we did with Luke. I mean, we talked about it for so long and how good he uh, did with memories.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like, third show. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Two hundred and twenty one shows. Oh god,
2: out. stop it. Anyway, but you're right. It was this is a major staple. It's like I, I know we're kind of overexposed, but mm-hmm. I mean I I was at Tinley and I was I was talking and I was drinking with Carrie and Jason. And of course people go all over Carrie, but then you have carpet people that have never met Jason. And I know we're a little overexposed because like Jason's in our backyard. Like, I, I was right. texting him this weekend, and so it was, like, all sorts of stuff. So, but there were some carpet people who had never met him before who were just as kind of, like, I don't know, appreciative or a little bit awestruck maybe meeting Jason Balen than they were other breeders at the, at the place because, you know, of who he is and what he's done and how ingrained into Morelia he is. So, Michael Pinnell goes right hand in hand with that.
1: So, yeah, see, like, when I met, yeah, you're exactly right. When I yeah. met Jason, though, because you're right, he is in our backyard. I actually met him before I knew who Jason Bill. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Even before well, I knew we what a carpet python that. really was. You know, I, we I'm, didn't have I that. Bought,
2: we knew Jason as the carpet guy at Hamburg.
1: So yeah, yeah. You know, walking around, and I'm just like, oh, these are kind of cool pythons. What's this? Oh yeah, that's a carpet python. And I was like, wow, that striped one's pretty cool. What do you call that? That's a tiger you know and he's like yeah got to take it out blah blah blah. you know talking to me super nice next thing you know i bought one and i haven't looked back so <laughs> but I don't uh know where I for the show but i must have been either vending or not yet started
2: vending because damn it, it could've, i could i could have been your first sale so
1: <laughs> yeah um so yeah Mike and michael Pinnell is somebody that you know i guess for new people they might not have as much much exposure to him as like you know some of us guys that have been in it for a little bit longer, but um yeah, I mean, that you, that was kind of, I
2: mean you kind of gotta go back to before carpets even had morse, really, I mean, Michael was just kind of really line breeding and breeding out these really good looking pure coastals and just. I mean, it was almost like before you had even tri-stripes and jags, it was like, well, you got to have your Michael Pennell coastals and you got to have your tri-stripe coastals. And then, of course, Tigers to merge and all this other stuff. So that's where really M-Pen is for me, is that it was his his stuff was cool before Morse even showed up. So um, that's where I kind of go with it. But
1: yeah absolutely you know and uh you know it was funny that we did. We talked about tri stripes uh for uh, for quite a bit, and how that line was uh was lost um you know they actually had animals that had stripes that were different than what you see in tigers and um you know the striped coastals with you know not with that bald back. So to speak, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you see in tigers, and that I think he told me who had them, but the, the line kind of died out, which is kind of a shame. But uh, you know that was kind of the thing back then. And they know, were, I mean, I,
2: and uh, it, it, Michael, like one of my, I think it was my third or fourth carpet was a Michael Pennel Coastal, and that's why I will, that's why I'm Coastal for the rest of my life, dear Lord. So. Yeah i wish i yeah. I wish I had read that animal, oh God, sorry,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh you know he we we talked, we we talked about multiple things and then we switched all totally away from uh even talking carpet pythons, you know, but uh it was really cool, we all just kind of hung out and were drinking and, and talking, and as you would expect those things to uh to happen, so uh it was good to to, to meet him. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, you know what brought up <laughs> what brought up the viper keeper <laughs> impersonation was uh, I was talking. I met this guy. His name was Ezra. I think his mm-hmm. last name was uh, McDougal. Um, and his I I think he told me his first snake was a carpet python. Then he went into venomous.
2: <laughs> Dear Lord. <So. laughs>
1: Dear Lord. He, you know I went from he, first base to outfield. It's
2: like, that doesn't make any sense, but all right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: So I was, uh, I was quite fascinated to, uh, to talk to him about, um, about, you know, just the, uh, the venomous hobby and, and, and keeping them and, and just how he deals with, uh, with dealing with them. Cause you know, it's beautiful, beautiful, uh, animals, but, uh, you know, he has cobras and
2: kaboons just... and, like it's one of those things of, like, how the hell do you justify keeping that thing? And in especially with um, the news of... Uh, did they ever recover that King Cobra in Florida?
1: I'm not sure. I, I know, they, I they, know did, it, they probably wouldn't have put it out there.
2: According to the Instagram, it's been to Disney World. And those are just amazing photos. But, I mean, <laughs> that, I don't think those are true. But m- more as we get back to But, again, it's like, how do you justify keeping... An animal, and, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking anybody who keeps venomous. I'm never going to tell anybody who keeps venomous that they shouldn't keep venomous, but it's just one of those things of like, I it's it's playing with a loaded gun. I mean, I've been really close to because uh, Chris used to keep mambas, cobras, vipers. I mean, I've been close to all those things, and they scare the crap out of me. So. I don't know, I don't know. I just can't can't do venomous. So
1: Well, it seemed like he had he had it down. You know, he seemed like a pretty yeah. smart guy. Uh but, you know, uh, I'm, I I'm with you. Have,
2: you. I you, you have to be You have to be a smart guy. You got to be down to your routine. You got to be completely safe, but Jesus. I get bit all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: What the funniest the funniest thing was is that so me and him are talking Oh. And Bill, Bill and his wife are are listening to us talk, and because he was from, uh, he was from the deep south, and uh, you know I'm I'm from Philly, so so they're trying to figure out how we understand each other. How, <laughs> you know, how, many, you know, how like, many times
2: did it make you say water? I mean,
1: yeah, Oh my goodness, yeah. Everybody <laughs> saying water. I think I think when me and Bill went to lunch, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll have some water. And and they were like, huh? Yeah? <laughs> they huh? Kind of look at me all twisted. You know? uh, what did he what what did did you Matt say? Matt, Matt, Matt is still worse than
2: you. I mean, with, with, with his Philly. Yeah, or when Zach gets excited. So yeah. it's, you know.
1: Yeah. The John. The John. 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 <laughs> John. And the other John. Yeah. What the hell did you just
2: so, yeah. I'm
1: glad, I'm glad I didn't wear my Eagle shirt down, because I was in Dallas territory. that would have been bad. It tired I would have feather me. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember who said it, but you would have laughed your ass off. So, you know, we're in Bill's snake room, and the Carver Fest is going on, right? And we're just kind of, you know, it's like, it was like groups. You walked around, there was different groups and whatnot. Fish. People would yeah. spend time in the snake room, then they come in, then they go back out, then they eat, da-da-da. So, uh because the snake room is a separate building. Um Oh. So, oh. oh. It's, deta- well,
2: it's a deta- snake room. Oh,
1: yeah. I it's roll like it. a it's a uh like an overmade, you know, like a up garage. Oh
2: god
1: that's
2: So nice. uh anyway.
1: So, so uh we're out in the snake room and I can't remember who said it, but they walk in and they were like, no wonder they call you the Hobbit. <laughs> but the guy was <laughs> as tall as me. <laughs> Everybody in the room was as tall as me except Bill. And they're saying that I'm the Hobbit. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that that uh, is partially what put of that missing Hobbit report for you on the pick of the week. so. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, you used a and, uh, picture from like five years ago. <laughs> I
2: went, through, I went through your Facebook and found the weirdest, funniest photo of you that I could find. I'm yeah. sorry, but you there with a, with the, one of those beer helmets. One.
1: <laughs> All right, that's what my I dad, used. Yeah, my dad got me hammered in that picture, and I yeah, right. my my Great. my I brother's like, Will you wear this beer helmet? I'm like, yeah, I'll wear it and drink these big like, beers. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm not sure which
2: picture I'm going to bear it. Is. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> done. No yeah, more no more surfing, I'm good. So Yeah, uh, but it's like, I love how that, like, jokes like that. And, and so I I have, it took a lot of getting used to, but I'm starting to get used to the whole, like, people will know who we are when we arrive places. Like, the first couple of tinley's, people are like, oh, you remember you said this? I'm like, I have no freaking idea what you're talking about. Like the it's, it's like people who listen to the show and it's, it's, it's almost like they, they hear me, they listen and they remember. And I don't because like, I've done this so many times or I don't really recall what I'm saying. And I rarely ever have a plan. So it's.
1: <laughs> yeah, He just flies by the seat of his coat. I do. But
2: it's, it's stuff like that where it's like, now you can go, it's bad for you because now you can go and you're like, ah, I see you're called the Hobbit. It's like, yes. For me, <laughs> I love it. You, on the other hand, I can see where it can kind of get, you know, a little annoying every once in a while.
1: I
0: can't
2: wait no. till we go to Wall Street and they're like, ah, so you're the Hobbit, are you? So yeah, I mean, like, a, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> No,
1: man, I love it. You know, I'm, I'm, I love jokes. I love laughing. I think it's you take yourself too seriously. Life's too short, you know. So mm. that that don't bother me. That don't bother me at all. So I think it's pretty freaking hilarious. Yeah, you contact him, you're like, I was gonna put out I'm gonna put Wait, up a I, hobbit I, lost, report. <laughs> I lost my hobbit. Please return to <laughs> Philly. But I don't know if I should do it. And I'm like, Yeah, fucking do it well,
2: <laughs> i was. put it up now <laughs> Well I mean of course like it was I, I you you went to freaking uh <laughs> Carpet Fest. I ended up going to Habit of Grace to get rodents uh,
3: and
2: all this other stuff, so I'm home and I'm like, nah, Eric's having fun and I'm not. So of course I had to do something. So, but it was just one of those things where, um, <laughs> you know I've, you have know, mentioned Habiter Grace before the reptile show,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I said the only good part of Habiter Grace is they have breakfast sandwiches. Right. They, they stopped making breakfast sandwiches.
1: Oh man! I didn't.
2: This show could get worse.
1: <laughs> You're like, we want this guy
2: out. Oh my god! The breakfast catchy. sandwiches. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Andrew and I were so pissed. So it was, yeah. So I wanted to inject myself in the. I wanted to live vicariously through you at Carpet Fest and all that other yeah. fun stuff.
1: Yeah. The only guy that had any right in saying that I was a hobbit was Dave Perlitch. Uh That guy <laughs> was. That guy was a giant. <laughs> you know, I I, I was. Uh, really a hobbit standing next to him. So. Well,
2: the bright side is that Bill, like, could just look over you guys and, like, move around. I mean, he didn't have a problem scooting around things, just all like that. I mean, and he and Dave could have just had a conversation over you. So you know.
1: They could have used me yeah, as, yeah. like, an armrest, you know, like those tables, <laughs> kind of like airport tables. <laughs> Eric, hold, a circle hey, hold this circle for a second, <laughs> won't you? And I'm holding it up in the air, and they use it as a table. I'm like, ah, uh, so...
2: Just five more minutes. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Five more minutes. Hold (laughs) out. Come on. We're trying to build your traps, man. Come on. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. So um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think who else. You know uh, who I will say that I talked to for quite a while, and I was uh, quite impressed with him, and he's a huge fan of the show. I think I I may have found somebody who's as big of a fan as Rob Stone. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think that this person existed. But this guy, his name was uh well you know him. He's uh Austin uh Warwick from uh what do you call it? He won the uh contest in the calendar contest. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Bretel Python. He's uh yes. Rage Beard Reptiles. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Uh yeah. awesome okay. guy. Talk to him, okay, cool. uh he's he's got some some Brisbane coastals. He's got really, really freaking sweet ass Brisbane's that should be breeding soon. I guess a couple of years, maybe a year. And then um, he has an awesome brettles project. Nice. Just really, really cool stuff. Um, and then at the, the end of the night, when we went back out to the reptile room again, we just, you know, it was just one after the other. He did this cool thing that I've, I observed it, but I've never done it, and I thought it was—I thought it was pretty cool. So when he goes in to reach for the snake, he kind of yeah. covers his head. He just kind of like real quickly. With goes, what's his that? What
2: well, like yeah, what is like a high box or hand. He no, no, his no. hand? Just puts his hand right the on the head of the snake.
1: Yeah, like he kind of cups it, and just kind of puts it on the on the head, and then the snake just kind of calms down, and then he just scoops it right up. You know, I was like, wow, that's. I never would have thought of that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, using your hook, but you're using your hand. I guess I never yeah. would have thought because I thought I would get bit, but sure, say, get bit.
2: tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to have a post of your bloody hand going. I tried it. It didn't work.
1: <laughs> it didn't work out for me. It did. I'm,
2: not, I'm
1: not quite the whisper. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it just went on and on, uh, just, just like the same as the Northeast and, you know, snakes, not snakes, snakes, talk snakes, not snakes, reptiles, you know, this, that. Yeah, you bounce around,
2: you um, go all the different, like, there's this group's talking about this, this group's talking about that. These guys are eating, these guys aren't eating, these guys are poking snakes. It's like you go all over the place. And, I mean, it was pretty much what was CarpFest Fest was here this year, is that everybody was talking about different things, different things were going on. And it, it's, I, I would definitely love to see more CarpFests and I would definitely love to see, it, it just sounds like it's a good time, regardless of where it is. It sounds like you get a lot of like-minded people in the same place, some good food, some good time, and everybody has a blast. I mean, even Dad had a blast when he came to Carpet Fest up here, and he has no freaking idea half the things we were talking about. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know that was pretty cool. You know that that he hung out with us, and you know it was. Goodness, so awesome uh yeah yeah you're you're absolutely right i think from now on i will try to attend every every carpet fest holy uh, crap i really think it's worth it man i really yeah. do i really really think it's worth it i mean you know people talk about they can't sell snakes they can't do this they can't do that uh market sucks and all this stuff and you know hmm. i just it think the happened you are going to throw half of everything you have up for sale
2: in a fire sale, a blue blade special, buy one, get three free.
1: No, no, no. What I'm I'm getting at is is that if you want to sell snakes, you're going to have a much easier time selling snakes to people that you know personally.
0: So now everybody at
1: Carpet Fest, I now know on a personal level and they know me. So if they have something that I like, more than likely i would think that they would come to me and if they have something that i like more than likely i would go to them you know what i mean you just you build yes. a a different rapport with people and i think that's really important i mean i, I got to tell you i mean i know all the time we get on the show and you know we talk about the market and mm-hmm. the drama well we try to steer mm-hmm. clear from the drama as much as possible try but for the you Sometimes you got to mention things because it's just the current state of what's going on or whatever. But on everybody's mind, I got to tell you, man. The the, uh, you are, Bill. Go (laughs) on. I got to tell you the uh, the most probably the coolest thing about our group of snakes that we work with, and is not only the group of snakes, but it's the group of people. Um, you know, you don't see, um, you don't see ball python fests. You don't see leopard gecko fests. Well, at least I don't, I don't know. Do they happen? I don't know. Do you, see those? I, I, I don't
2: know. i they don't, if they, if they do happen, uh, they don't tell us about it. Also, you don't really see, like, I, I know that a lot of different species have podcasts, but I don't see any of these podcasts. It, like having something or putting something together like Carpet Fest, which I think is, you know, they don't have to, but I think they're missing out on something that they could do and something that would bring the whole community together.
1: Yes. Yeah, yes, because you, you – what's that? That's yes, oh, it. So every I
2: every, re- every reptile show is ball python fest.
1: <laughs> and
2: yes, it is. But we're we're going to rise above these things and move forward, damn it. So, um, yeah, it's it's almost like you're you're you're, you're selling yourself and your the species that you love short, you know. And it doesn't have to be something as huge as Carpet Fest. Invite everybody over for a barbecue. Just freaking do it. it, yeah. And then see how it goes. It doesn't have to be. You have to label it leopard gecko fest or whatever. Just try to grab all the gecko breeders that you know of that live close by and say, hey, come on over. We're gonna have burgers and dogs. See how it goes yeah so
1: yeah i think uh i think the uh <laughs> i think uh just just the just the environment just lends itself just for you of to course. get to know somebody in a in a more personal personal level and it,
2: uh, you do and it uh, and you said it we've said it a million times being at a show if if people come and try to talk to me at a show you're 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 taking away from me trying to talk to potential customers um i'm focused on who i might have running my table with me focused on the animals what's going on with them focused on the people at the show i'm not giving my all to the conversation i'm not in a relaxed state now tinley kind of cheats at that because when we close down for the day you know i'm good yeah you know i can relax But a normal day show, you you know, I don't relax until it's over because, you know, you got to constantly watch if somebody's trying to mess with the animal that you got. If someone's trying to take something off the table, if, you know, it's too hot in the room, if the guy you have trying to sell an animal is not know what he's talking about. So you got to look at all these things. So but at a carpet fest or something like it, I don't have to worry. All my guys are locked up, so they're not here. Right. Right. It's it's you can, you can totally disconnect and chill but you can still talk about the thing that keeps us all together you know uh, and there's one thing is that I have a few people that come to my table friends of mine who come to my table at uh, random shows and I almost have to like sometimes herd them off to the side of the table so I can actually sell some things I'm going to start getting a stick it's called Owen's friend stick and I'm just going to start hitting random people who sit in front of my table the entire show on the head until they move over so yeah. Mainly just buddy, <laughs> so mainly just buddy, yeah. anyway, it's just it, its having a fire professor, I think it's just awesome, so
1: yeah, they uh um eventually it dwindled down to six six of us uh it was me, bill evan um, who else was there uh evan austin, uh Ezra. And Dave, um, and that's when the that's when it was just like that was the best, you know, because at that point we were all, you know, I don't know if we were drunk or buzzed or probably drunk, tired or all of the above, but you know, we were just it, telling stories. All of the above. These guys, yeah. yo, Owen, 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 <laughs> Owen, Owen, Owen. <laughs> hold on, yes, uh, we started here. talking about we started talking about food.
2: Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. The way you just said food was way too exciting. (laughs) we started talking about food. I'm like, all right, well, okay. Well,
1: wait, as a fellow Philadelphian, uh, you can can relate to this. I can. They wanted to put Swiss cheese on a cheesesteak.
2: Are you there? (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Who... Who did this? <laughs>
1: no, we were just talking about, I don't even know how we got on no, the no, subject of no. that. Who, who,
2: no, give me this person's name. Who I can't. It?
1: I won't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. It's a Bill? Bill, did you
2: say that? It was Bill.
1: Uh, what the hell? I don't think it was, but <laughs> Swiss cheese on a...
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I'll tell you right now, I've had Swiss cheese on a cheesecake. And it was, I was in Pittsburgh and I ordered a cheesesteak and they gave me it to it. They gave it to me with Swiss cheese on it. I bit Nuh-uh. into it, I threw it. I threw that shit away. <laughs> so it's like, I took one I like, bite and I threw it. <laughs> what like, the hell? It, it's American or it is that artery clogging sauce we call cheese whiz and nothing else. They did have onions or was. not.
1: <laughs>
2: what? What? What state did you go to? <laughs> yeah, it was down, Zach. Really- down. <laughs> Eagles didn't lose. The Eagles didn't win this week either. So shut up.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> my
1: oh, anyway, yeah. I, I thought that was oh, funny. It's
2: wrong. <laughs> it, uh, and I understand every, every state, as well as sometimes different areas of different states, have different meals and different foods. So yeah. it's like obviously you went to Texas and I saw you went and you got some barbecue right?
1: Oh, uh, Bill! Yeah, Bill took me to barbecue. Uh, it was phenomenal. I had fried okra, dude. That was so good. Oh my god! See uh, that? Yeah. That's Texas,
2: and that's yeah. awesome. And it's like cheese steaks are up here. You you leave we, you can't have barbecue. Don't you dare put Swiss cheese on a cheese steak. Jesus, Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. I thought you'd get a kick out of it, but uh, uh, oh my god! Know. So when everybody comes up here next year to the Northeast Carpet Fest, I think a staple that we have to have is cheesesteak. We yes. have to have
2: cheesesteak
1: yes. and pretzels. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and we'll make a special one for Bill with Swiss, but <laughs>
2: no, no, not in my house. <laughs> Bill can eat that
1: outside. Oh <laughs> no.
2: So he has to. I have to find out where my property line is. He can have it, but he has to be in
1: the up out <laughs> of the line. Ouch. Oh it. man! Yeah, we're pretty intense about cheesesteaks. <laughs> um, the uh, the one phrase that uh, will do us some serious. Yeah, that, there you go. Uh, um,
2: no, no, pickleback.
1: The one phrase that. Uh, that bill came up with this weekend which is now going to be his and my uh name uh, uh philosophy for business okay high end high end low maintenance <laughs> that's how we roll oh my high God, end God. low maintenance
2: high <laughs> end <laughs> low maintenance jesus
1: that's right <laughs> um what else I don't know, man. It was just a great time. I mean, that was really uh, one thing that they did that we didn't do because we were really stupid and haven't done this.
2: We are. We'll go on.
1: We took a picture of the group. That was awesome. I know. Why didn't we do that? I don't know.
2: (laughs) I saw that, and I'm like, why didn't we ever get a group shot? God, we suck. (laughs) um, Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's mandatory from here on out.
2: It's going to have to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Crap.
2: <laughs> so it, it it sounds like it was an awesome time and i i hope they continue and do one next year cuz i want to go so
1: yeah you have to go they were they were missing yeah. you owen they were they were giving you much love they 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 you know none of them were they, afraid they, of you like usually i get go oh, to thank god <laughs> they're, they're afraid of you um you know they think you're like this big ogre or something <laughs> Like Owen? Nah, you're fine. <laughs>
2: like, I I find it hilarious when people email you, and be like, you know, if Owen's doing this. Why are you talking to me? Why don't you just message Owen? Owen's scary." Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. it's it, it whatever. But um, I I do think it would be cool, and it would be something to uh, do. And I want Texas barbecue and take plane ride. God damn it. So and it was like no, it was like no, I was, no 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 no.
1: Like, See, this is how it breaks up, my friend. Since yeah, GTP Caper, Caper. GTP Keeper Radio is our uh, is our sister, uh, you know, station yeah, over the,
2: there. Sister station, <clears throat> as we'll call it that. Yeah.
1: Me and Bill are partners, and you and Buddy are partners. So there
2: you go. <laughs> if you want to
1: go have a crab cake with Buddy? All out, oh, you know. What I mean? Oh <laughs>
2: yeah, I do enjoy crab cake. Yeah,
1: they are oh, pretty good. They were
2: delicious. But, I, I I heard rumors of ICAST again
1: yes yes uh i think talk
2: about it can we not talk about it
1: i don't think we can uh, there's not a set set well let's let's back it up so both buddy and bill have done um uh what do you call it uh pictures not pictures have done a podcast of uh the past two weeks, I think it was, on uh, Gecko Nation Radio.
0: Uh
1: uh, So Buddy was the first installment, and they talked about Conros, and then they talked about ICAST, because um, uh, uh, they were talking about how it was such a great time, and how they had a a blast, and um, just, you know, all in all, just just an awesome... uh, uh, time tim tim mm-hmm. walton i know you would i know you do you know who that is
2: sounds familiar tim.
1: yeah you would know him we've seen i've seen him at tinley i've seen him in i get seen him multiple times um he right. is the co-host to that show and i and i i guess that's how like sometimes they do like these off off topic off gecko topic shows and right. um for so the past two weeks, they've had Buddy, and then they had, uh, Bill just on the other day, <clears throat> and, right. uh, you know, they talked about, when Buddy was on there, they talked about ICAST, and they talked that he's closer, um, than, I guess, than he, than he's been. I think, uh, I guess he's got to finish up what he's got going on, and, uh, you know, I was going to school and all that kind of stuff, um, mm-hmm. but, uh. It's in the works, you know when it will be, I don't know, but it's in the works, you get you gets detailed into uh into that, and uh both both of those episodes are great, you know um if you wanna listen and get some uh you know some podcast talk that's uh two episodes it's definitely worth listening to um mhm. So, what else? Um, I'm trying to think, what else? So, one of the well, this is kind of a kind of a topic that came up, and I was curious on your thoughts. Um,
2: okay. You know? <laughs> nothing. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: nothing. You didn't hear nothing.
2: <laughs> no, didn't hear nothing. Clear? Anyway, Clear, my phone just cleared. Off, so. Yep. Uh, anyway.
1: If something would happen to you, what would your
2: <laughs> okay?
1: Yeah, what would you do with your animals? Do you have any kind of uh, contingency plan? Of uh, I, I
2: do, I do have one in place. Yeah, um, there you the, go. The contingency is, and of course, this is just because you know, obviously, nobody in my family does reptiles, snakes, or anything like that. I wouldn't know the first thing about reptile snakes or anything like that. Um, so the contingency actually is, is that if something were to happen to me, um, the animals, uh, would all be under Andrew's care. Okay. So, uh, under Andrew's care, cause he knows the connections and stuff and he has all the stuff he would be willing to, you'd be able to, uh, sell everything, um, Quickly, And of course, he has instructions to contact various people in Morelia uh, to come over and get first dibs. But the ideas are to sell everything um, in order to get the money uh, that I assume would help settle some debt or final things for me or something like that. So the point is just to burn the collection uh, out and you know, Andrew would handle all that and he would be the guy who I would trust to give the money back to, I guess my folks. So, yep. Gotcha. Well,
1: there I you go. Yep. Well, uh, there was a, there was, I guess I, I, I can't remember his name. I want to say it was Tom Barker maybe, but, uh, apparently, uh, one of the Paul Python, pretty popular Paul Python guy, um, had, uh, got into an accident and lost his life oh. and, you know now Jeez. you know, after that, you know, you don't plan for something like that, so what happens to uh to a collection um when that kind of thing happens. So I don't know, it's just something that, you know, especially if you have a family. <laughs> you know, the yeah. funny joke of the night was is uh <laughs> if your wife sells your snakes for what you told them they're worth that's not <laughs> you know That's like... not good. <laughs> that's not <laughs> I got this one for free. Gives yeah. it away, yeah! Oh my yeah. God, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just something that you know you should think about. Um, I don't know. So, do you have something specifically written up, Owen, or is it just something that's kind of an understanding between you guys?
2: General understanding between me and him, because uh, it, it 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 wouldn't stand. Because I mean, obviously, if something to happen to Andrew. Cat would take. All of the lizards and stuff like that. But it's one of those things of like, I know he'd be able to, uh, he'd know who, what I had and he would know who to contact by means of all the different Morelia stuff. And I know he's got the connections to, uh, sell off the caging and everything pretty quickly. So, right. Right. Cause the idea at that point is I'm dead. So, um, uh, and I assume I mean I have all the the good thing about being an insurance agent is I have like five life insurance policies on myself. It's great, so it's like uh if i'm if i'm if I'm low on a bonus and I need one life insurance policy, guess who's getting a new life insurance policy so anyway the um <laughs> uh, the thing is is that uh so I assume a lot of my stuff would be covered, but I can guarantee you that there'd be probably something that needed to be handled. So, obviously, just getting the cash together uh, just to give back to the folks. So, yep. Yep. So, if if I drop dead, talk to Andrew and get here quickly, because I assume some things would be sold quickly. And uh, if you want to get a hold of the roughies or something else, first come, first serve. You guys can all have this more combat as you pick over my bones. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it's all right it's like that's i mean loser gets zero, so it's you know that's the other thing is that you know i have settled the snakes are easy. I gotta find someone who's gonna take the dog, so I mean
1: well if I can use him to uh to uh you know haul my pack through the mountains when I get to my well, shire. I, you
2: know, yeah I and mean, to <laughs> go into battle, he'd be perfect the difficult part, but I've yeah. always said that uh Andrew would handle it all. Okay, so you have Yeah, just find. My thing would be find somebody, and if you can get it in writing or just have it as an agreement, or even because normally what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have a folder or something that has instructions for your spouse or your parents or somebody in the event of your death. And I know nobody likes to think about this crap, but it should be something we should all do. And if there's a piece of paper in there that says, you know, if. In the event of my death, uh, Andrew is going to, or somebody, insert name, whatever here, is going to handle all the the selling of the collection and all the money will go to uh, my parents after, you know, this person is reimbursed for any money they had to expend in selling the collection. And that's it. And then you sign it, they sign it, and you include that in that envelope because it's all right there. Then there's no bones about it. Then there's no argument. Then there's no, well he would have wanted me to have this one. So don't sell this one. He would have wanted me to have these four, 12, this rack. So it's all, <laughs> all over there. Right. You know, and that's, that's, that's the thing is like, you know, obviously, you know, I have a bunch of friends who are in the same species I am and stuff of that. And then there are some that I would rather go to my friends, but at that point it's no longer, I really want to see this animal go to you. It's, you know, I, it, this has got to be for, the financial purposes. And I mean, I know that's the other thing is Andrew knows who, who's my friend and who wasn't. So right. if you walk and said, I, I really kind of want the Russells he'd probably give you a really good deal on them because they were mine. And, you know, and you were my friend, but you know, also right. we get some money to throw into the pool that would go towards any kind of final expense.
1: So yeah, that's oh, the whole thing. Well, yeah. There. Yeah, that's that is the whole point of it, you know. So nobody would really. I don't even think if you were if you gave a snake to somebody that that person would even. T- I mean, if somebody did that and they said, you know, Eric would have a snake. Yeah, I would just pay for it just because yeah. the whole purpose is you're trying to help the the family of the of you know
2: exactly and
1: of your fellow friend. You know, it's exactly. The, you know, and
2: and I've I've heard about it a few times where. Not where somebody's died, but where something happens and they entrust their collection with somebody who they thought was a friend, who was kind of involved in the same species they were and stuff like that. More long times, it's like people who go overseas or go to jail or whatever, leave their collection with this guy. And this guy breeds the collection or sells certain animals out of it, keeps certain animals out of it also the crap, it's like, it's almost like he absorbs it into his collection, where that that's not the whole purpose of this thing, it was what you're supposed to do with it. So, right. uh, that's why I would peg Andrew for it, so. Not that I don't trust the Morelli ahead, but uh, outside looking in.
1: Yep, yeah. The plan is that, you know, this the person you trust that's going to take care of that, and that's the person mm-hmm. that you should put in charge of that kind of stuff, so. Awesome.
2: Yeah, um, And and Have a contingency. It's one of those things. Again, we don't like to think about it, but it's something we all should at some point. Especially if you have tortoises, because you're going—they're going to outlive you. So, um, (laughs) yeah.
1: I would start taking auditions for co-hosts maybe like a month after you were gone.
2: (laughs) You—you have you have Zach on here three minutes after I dropped dead. So.
1: No, we'd have to have somebody that's, you know, they have, to, they can't be the same as me. They have to be different than me. <laughs> oh God! I need, God. A, I I need, need a, a witty hashtag son hashtag of a bitch. Now, <laughs> it's, it's the
2: hashtag Now, Owens replacement. It's great. Yeah.
1: Start it. <laughs> I'm gonna get a hundred emails tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, <laughs> I'm not no. dying, for one everyone, everyone you know, I'm, I. So. I kind of feel like. I don't know. I don't even know if you ever, if you even thought about this, but like, I don't know if the show would ever be the same, you know, because I, I think, know. yeah, because it's like, uh, if one or the other was not here, it's almost like, it's almost like having a band and then not having the band. Like well, as soon as a member changes, yeah, it's well, not Think about it this way where,
2: you know, you're exactly correct. Where you have a band and then a member changes, it's not the same, but it could still be something that's really good, but it won't be the same. Correct. That's that and the same thing goes with like T V, you know, like every once in a while they have one character gets ripped away or written off or whatever the hell and they keep going forward with somebody else or something like that. And it's mm-hmm. either really still it's either a really good thing, uh alongside what it used to be, or it sucks. So yeah. it's like right. that's exactly how it would go.
1: So, See, yeah. I would want to go out like I would want to go out like uh, you know on top, not on the not not bombing, you know. So that's why that this
2: would... will be our last broadcast, everybody. We're going out on top.
1: <laughs> uh, going out on top, like this like, like a freaking
2: Seinfeld. We're we're done now.
1: <laughs> the height of our
2: popularity. Yeah,
1: yeah. pull the plug. Get um, yeah,
2: done. Hold it up.
1: <laughs> so. Another thing that I wanted to make sure that we hit on uh yeah I forgot to mention uh, two other guys that I hung out with was uh got glad to meet was uh, Jeff Beck uh, not Jeff Beck Jeff Beck Okay <laughs> Jeff Beck not the guitar player um and uh Tony, Tony Jerome uh both cool guys awesome to hang I'm out back. with them Um but as predicted uh the push support USARC has dwindled and you don't really see anybody on the reptile community on Facebook, at least on my feet, talking about supporting USARC. It seems that the legislation has kind of disappeared, so does it, the support. It, it, and, that's, and that's the problem. It has not
2: disappeared. It's just out of the limelight. It By no oh. means is this stuff over. Um, we just aren't talking about it. And this is when something gets pushed through and we all are like, what the hell? It's like, well, guys, we need to generate some buzz about this stuff. We need to talk about this stuff. And, uh, so this is why, uh, we started up a booster again. Right. Yep.
1: Um, all right. So
2: we have another booster going on and this is for the classic, Morelia Python Radio t-shirt. We did this. God, this must have been our first booster ever that we did this shirt with. And, of course, we have a few fans that have gotten into Morelia Python Radio after this shirt was already put out. We have a few people like Jamie who lost his Morelia Python Radio t-shirt at Tinley. So um, (laughs) they've been asking when we were going to do a rerun of this booster, and we have. This is a rerun of the Morelia Python Radio t-shirt it is a black shirt with the Morelia Python Radio logo on the front and the back. It is $25. Um, it will be shipped to you. I think it's like $5 shipping or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's 30 bucks for the whole deal. 100% of the proceeds are going to go to USARC. Now, the problem is, is that we have a 50 booster limit. That means we have 50 shirts that we would like to hit as our goal. And we have to hit a certain limit. Otherwise, no shirts will be printed and the booster will be canceled. That's how these things work. So I believe we have to hit 20 shirts before these things will be printed. I believe we're already close to 10. I think we're at 8 or 9 right now mm-hmm. the last time I counted. But if you want to go grab one of these shirts, uh, there's a link that's pinned on the top of Morelia Pig of the Week. Uh, there'll also be a, There's also one on the Morelia Python Radio Facebook page or you can go to booster.com and look, uh, Google, uh, Python radio gear, and it will take you to the booster. Um, the idea is just buy the shirt. Um, when the booster concludes in the, uh, let me see, it will conclude, I believe in October, I think it would be the 13th of October is when this will conclude. (coughs) When it does, that's when the shirts will be printed and sent. And then uh, you should get it sometime about a week after that. Um, Yeah, right now we have six shirts sold, and we need to get it up there. So definitely go over, uh, get your shirt. It will be mailed to you. Uh, If you are an international um, listener and you would like a shirt, you can contact myself or Eric about setting up that. Uh, I thought booster was going to start doing international shipping. Apparently they tried it last time and it turned very poorly for them. So they're back to not doing any more international shipping. Um, yes, Bill, you can get a youth medium. I promise you can, um, you know, you make one goddamn mistake and they never let you live it down. Anyway, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn right.
2: Anyway, shut up. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> Uh, it's one of those things you can definitely go if you are international, contact myself or Eric, what we'll do is you order the shirt you have it shipped under your name, don't put my name on it, you have it shipped under your name to my house and then I will send it snail mail to you and it's only probably another $10 additional if you really want the shirt um, if you want to go halves in with one of your some of your friends over near you uh, just kind of try to do a bulk shipment that's cool too. Um, and it's just something, to, again, a hundred percent of the proceeds will benefit us arc. We've raised a pretty good amount of money for these guys out of these boosters, but still our biggest booster was the one we did for the, the Bowens Python. So obviously we want to try to beat that and give all the money to us Um, we're also going to try to find, try to get some of these shirts to bring with us to Tinley. Um, mm-hmm. That would just depend on how we're going to do the shipping stuff of that. Um, so but we'd much rather prefer it, if you guys were going to go try to get these things, would be go to the booster and get the shirt that way so all the money can go to your sock. So like I said, we have to hit the minimum or they won't be printed. So if you have a friend that's like, I might want it, smack them until they buy it. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Instructions. Take hand down. Smack. Right. Yeah. and
2: and if you wear it if you wear it to tinley eric will sign it he'll set the sign near the bottom because that's where he can reach i'll sign up by the shoulders
1: there you go are you going to use a black marker
2: silver (laughs) they make sharpies a different color i know back in your day only sharpies came in black
1: but (laughs) that's true back in my day um Speaking of uh, carpet fest, we have to throw out here, um, the Northwest carpet fest. So they moved the date to October 3rd, uh, 2015. It's in the same venue, which, uh, is just outside of Seattle. Um, and it is hosted by Douglas Taylor. Um, and, uh, they're doing a uh they are doing a uh, auction and uh that's gonna go directly to u s arc um they're not doing live animals it's only gonna be like uh vouchers and stuff um yeah. i put in a uh two hundred dollar voucher so uh you know, right. if, if you're interested in getting so- <laughs> yeah if you're interested in getting something from uh i think they're up to I think they're up to a thousand dollars in vouchers so far, so um, which is pretty cool. So they should have some cool stuff. Um, just like we talked about earlier, like I talked about hanging out with Bill and Michael Pinnell and all these other great guys, and um, you know, out on that West Coast,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you're going to have Nick Mutton, um, you're going to have Casey Lasik, um you know. Just to name a, a couple of, uh, you know, pretty popular guys in this hobby that we do. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to sit down with Nick and Casey and have a beer and shoot the shit. Uh, that would be a pretty interesting conversation for sure. I was supposed to go to that one um, because it was on September 12th. But it turns out that they moved the date and then it worked out that I was, you know, they...
2: Yeah, Nick, now, is still, Nick is still Nick is still going to give you shit about that.
1: So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, October third is the week before Tinley, so I can't I can't take off. Yeah, years.
2: it's it'll, if you are going to go to uh, Northwest Carpet Fest and you are going to be at Tinley, you'll just see Eric there. So pretend.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I think. Uh, but if you are out on that West Coast and you are contemplating. On whether or not you should go, man, I can't tell you how big of a mistake you'll make if you don't head out there. I mean, if you guys are into uh, into carpet pythons and Morelia, shit, man, even if you're just into reptiles, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to own a carpet python to go to Carpet Fest. You know? Yeah, you
2: might end up leaving with a carpet python
3: or a voucher yeah. <laughs> to get
1: one. Yeah, you know. You maybe you're a chondro guy, and you know you just like the the carpet people or the Morelia crowd. Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're a ball python guy, and you just like the carpet python crowd. Whatever, man, you know. It's or, just...
2: or maybe you can be like Buddy, who you start out with just chondros. You come to a carpet fest to get jungle carpet pythons, and then you take the deep leap into freaking diamonds. So I well, mean, he's
1: high end, man.
2: Dear Lord, <laughs> we influenced the hell out of him. I take full he's responsibility it. for that.
1: He's not no. messing around with jungles. That's kid stuff. Oh, work. no, 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 no.
2: That's <laughs> kid stuff. Give me the diamonds.
1: Nah. Yeah. He's going straight for the top, man. He's high end. Dude. Come on. We don't Damn. roll like
2: Oh. No. <sighs>
1: so, um Yeah, so that's uh that's the information. I guess if you um you know, if you need to uh more information, you can check out uh the carpet faced uh web uh, Facebook page. Um, I know they have a Northwest Carpet Fest group page. Um if she, if Amy sends me any kind of uh info, um to update it, I'll update it on the website, which is for some reason they still haven't changed a stupid name, but it's, it's carpetfest.homestead.com. it's carpetfest dot homestead dot com. Um you, there's links to it all over the place. Um, Don't Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's looking for uh She's looking for donations, so uh amy is uh is running the show there and doug Taylor's hosting it which he has uh Bolin's pythons Ooh. so if you were ever interested in seeing what they're like, maybe you've never checked them out that would be your opportunity to go and uh and check them out um so he has a pretty pretty cool pretty cool group of uh of uh of reptiles to check out. Um so here's another update that I had. So last cool. week we talked about the green tiger IJ. Right. My sources have told me that it's bullshit. <laughs> uh the original green IJ male is yeah. a carpet that was purchased in a random pet store.
2: Uh So we must know the lineage there.
1: Oh wait. No- uh, they lied about uh, what they bred and what the they content. bred. And uh, basically, it's a striped line bred granite, and there's exanic floating in it. So,
2: no. Don't we all vegetable. feel a little cheated right now. I mean.
1: Yeah, we do. And I'm about dirty. to lay this down for the last but, and final time.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. I don't want to hear it. But go on.
1: The panther carpet is bullshit. It doesn't no. exist. Oh, It God. doesn't exist. No. Yes. Uh, they spray-painted those snakes. Oh, my God. Yeah. They spray-painted them. No. Uh, uh, so,
2: seriously.
1: Uh, yeah. Sorry, Owen. <laughs> I think there's people working uh, on that melanistic projects uh you know around the world and uh and i i want to say that there's one in australia but um i'm sure at uh, some point you know i'm sure <laughs> i just ruined dreams i'm just telling you the truth man <laughs>
2: like a snake
1: like yeah all right
2: pissed that it's not, like, real. I'm also pissed because you spray-painted an animal!
1: What are you... What? <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, everybody, uh, gather your thoughts up, and let's get back uh, to go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, those two projects uh, called BS.
2: So, the only melanistic carpets out there are the Darwin in... Australia.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And whatever the hell you're doing.
1: Yeah. I know a couple people in the States have melanistic type IJs, just like poison ivy. I would almost guarantee that they're from the same clutch. Are any
2: any of them boys? I don't
1: know. I think one might, but I got to tell you something, man. I don't don't know if I could send out. I've never send her out. No, but go get it.
2: <laughs> no, no. No. Yeah. No. no, we just, we just go get the boy. Plus you never yeah. sent anybody who's out there doing breeding loans, understand this. Uh if I'm sending a female out for a loan, she's where she needs to be almost a year before she needs to be there. Like, how long have you had Luna, Eric?
1: Close to a year.
2: Thank you. That's the point. <laughs> so for those yeah. people who are gonna be like, I can send you my female. Um If you want me to try to breed it next year... Now, I'm not saying that this is completely how it's going to go. Some people could get lucky. But a lot of times, if you want to do a breeding loan where you ship a female, it's got to be done a while in advance so that she can settle. And a lot of times, males need to start going to where they need to go now so they can chill and settle before breeding season. So, just letting everybody know.
1: Yeah, one of the cool things... One of the cool things that we did talk about at at uh, Carpet Fest was um, the we say this all the time on the show, but I just want to make sure that I reiterate it so that people understand it. When there's no guest, when we have a guest on and we're talking to them about how they keep or breed pythons, it's important to note that that is their approach, okay, and that you know it's kind of important to know where they're from because, mm-hmm. you know, and the reason that I continually ask those questions is because I know we have listeners all over. So I'm hoping that eventually we'll have breeders that have been on the show from all over. And it sounds like it's sort of repetitive and whatnot. And maybe we have to maybe dig a little deeper for, from, from the guest, you know, to get them to pull out maybe certain things that they do but I noticed that when I was down there and those guys in Texas, they have you know, and Bill did talk about this on a past show when we when we had him on here, you know, but his way of breeding is different than our way of breeding. But if you look, our seas we're in a more seasonal atmosphere. So like it almost makes it sort of easy, I should say easier for us to be able to breed, you know, carpet pythons, especially the colder Animals, You know, the, the, what I call spring breeders, the mm-hmm. diamonds, inlands, brettles, brettles. And maybe, maybe one day, hopefully in Bricada, but you know, yeah, those I mean. four, yeah, those four subspecies and species, or I should say two subspecies and two species, um, splitting hairs.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: right. Well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want somebody to tell me you're an idiot or something like that. Well, I want those details. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but the anyway,
2: metal and are the same species.
1: <laughs> all right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're just ruining dreams <laughs> all over tonight. <laughs> the panther is a hoax.
2: The panther is
3: a hoax. Everything's one like species. She it, it up. <laughs> oh god. All right,
1: all right,
2: all right.
1: Chondras and we're rumpies good. are the same.
2: The same random. animal. The same damn thing. You should be they able should to breed be, them together with Angolan python.
1: Yeah, they so, should be Morelia yep. Beardus carinata. That's what they Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: direct anyway. All your,
2: direct all your angry emails to info at com. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, now back to the regular schedule program.
1: Yeah. Anyway, oh. so, so they're not able to uh, drop those animals down uh, as, no. as easily, if at all. Uh to the temperatures that we're able to drop to uh with with uh you know i was talking to i was talking to both Michael and um bill, but um Michael was telling me about the uh the inlands and the brisbanes, and he was having trouble you know mm-hmm. uh getting getting a girl to go and then uh having slugs with the other um just because he felt that he wasn't able to get them cold enough so I don't know. When you look at carpets, I mean, they're pretty, they're, they're bull. I don't know. I don't want to say bulletproof, but they're, they're pretty cold temperatures, like? man.
2: They are. But look at yeah. this way. I had trouble breeding the brettles this year in Pennsylvania. Imagine trying to breed them with, uh, in, in like Texas or Nevada, or Arizona, how the hell are you going to get them down to the temp you need to get them at? Yeah. I mean, it's, and I and I know we've talked to some breeders, some who actually have ACs in the snake rooms that they use in the summertime or even in the wintertime to get temps down where they need them to be. There are ways around this. It. Also, in my opinion, an animal raised in a certain environment, like a hatchling that was born in Texas, raised in Texas, will probably be easier to breed in Texas than it will, you know... It's it's one of those things where you they kind of grow up with the environment and they might not care, but uh, I, I can see that being a hard problem. So obviously, you know, when we when we say this several times, just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work exactly for you. The whole point of the show is you can know how other breeders do it, learn from them, take some advice, and use it to for your own stand, own purposes. Use bits and pieces to build your own method of breeding that suits you the best and your environment and your snake room. Every snake room is different. You and I lived, what was it, 10 minutes away from each other? and
1: basically, yeah.
2: Basically, and both our snake rooms were kept different, reacted different, but we still got eggs. We both fed different. Everything was different and 10 minutes away from each other. We still both got successful clutches out of our animals so like i said there is a hundred different ways to skin this cat you just got to find which way works best for you we're showing you different ways that people do it because then we might end up interviewing a breeder that lives close by you that you might be able to use what they're doing to get your guys to breed so
1: yeah one of the uh i just thought that that was an important point to bring up but um Mm -hmm. I think on uh, Bill's interview, one of the things that he was uh, talking about was just tolerance in the reptile community for people doing things differently, uh, looking at things differently, uh, approaching things differently. Um, you know, it's just such great advice, um, and and it would make for a much better place uh, and a much better hobby, you know. Um, so that's, that's just kind of the, what I just wanted to make sure that people understood that just like Owen said, there's just so many different ways to do this and, you know, what works for one guy. I sort of, you know what I've done over the years and talking to all these different, uh, keepers and breeders and, uh, I've just sort of watched my animals and listened Mm -hmm. to, little triggers that, that they saw that made them tweak, uh, whatever they were doing one way or another. Um, I also listen to people that breed a uh, different species. Uh, yeah. I think that's important too, because a lot of times you can get little tips or tricks, um, you know, that can help you keep the species you have just by, uh, you know, listening to, you know, their approach, to, you know, working with something completely different than what you're working with. So, um, that's, that's my thoughts on that. I did have another question that I thought maybe mm-hmm. we could discuss for a bit. Um, what do you think about, is there ever, this was another thing that was brought up at the Garpa fest, but is there ever a bottom line price for an animal? Meaning that if you have, I don't know, let's, Let's use albino carpet pythons. So, yes. I remember when I got into this back, back, back long ago. To get in on that project was like, I want to say they were $100,000.
2: They were, <laughs> they were, they were close. I mean, was it the first, first Jags to come in to the country? I think somebody paid 100000 for two of them, like there's a pair for $50,000 each or something like that. It was, they, they, these things are not cheap at all. So. Right.
1: And obviously you're not going to have that price at that level.
2: God, no.
1: <laughs>
2: for no, any length of time. Right? No, no, no. That That is, that is those people who pay that money are the people who are getting it and they're the first ones to get it. And, you know, the point is the, they, they paid that money to be the first person to get it. Whether or not they ever do anything with it is all up to them and their skills as a breeder but yeah that that that's some that's some ridiculous money, but anyway, um
1: so you would see it fall, the price falls, the price falls uh I think if we're going back to the albino reference um you know the I think last year they were a thousand bucks now i see I just saw tonight they were somewhere around five hundred which, is that the new price? I don't know. I don't know whether that's the new price or not. And I know eventually it all falls, which I don't have, I don't, I, I don't, I'm I don't. not against the price coming down because I think that opens up the market. Well, but does the price have to continue to fall? And what I mean by that is, is there a point where the price should just bottom out? Not yeah, bottom, well, the, it that, just stay the same.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's what you normally, unfortunately, that price is what the, is when you can't get any lower without turning a profit. So that's what that price will eventually be. Um, the issue I have with the prices dropping is not that it drops, is the amount and how fast. It's like, all right, so albinos were $1,000 last year. That doesn't mean that this year they have to be five hundred dollars. You know, if you want to drop prices, why not drop them to like seven or eight? Well, they were. They, will...
1: they, they did. It didn't sell.
2: I, it's still. I mean, Jesus Christ! You're gonna take you're gonna take an animal and cut the price of it in half. I'm telling you right now, is if I had bought, say, I bought an albino towards the tail end of last year for a thousand dollars, and then three weeks later. You're selling albinos for five hundred dollars. You're going to be getting an upset phone call from me, yeah. because wow. it's like, well, why the hell did I pay double? It, it, and it, yeah. it's ridiculous. Also, dude, it's to be honest, if I see somebody like I saw somebody on King Snake selling caramels for hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty bucks, and right. it, and I and I happen to know that guy. If you think I'm going to sell him another animal in the rest of my life, you're goddamn crazy. So it does have repercussions, this whole slash-and-grab stuff. Um, I I don't like it. I really don't. Because part of me well, thinks it's laziness because you're not willing to try to sell it at this price. You're just trying to find where you get more people biting. So,
1: but But – but my question—I know we've we've talked about those. Uh, my question, yeah. My question yeah. is this though: Is there a point at which it should stop dropping? So let's say for sake of argument, right? It was a thousand dollars. Nobody brought them. They dropped them down to seven hundred. Still Whoa. no, you know, it was overproduced. Yeah. They dropped them down to five. Still no go. They drop them down to four, and now they start to sell. Why, what are your thoughts on, is that now the bottom price? So what I mean, so, so if you wanted an albino carpet, regardless of what year it is, you're going to pay 400 bucks. You know what I mean? So like, if you're, I mean, to me, if you look at other pets, right, you know, you go and you look at other pets, if you go and buy a dog, you know, uh, whether you're buying, uh, you know, your dog or my dog. Pure bred dogs they're gonna be a certain amount of money you know uh some rarer breeds are gonna be more expensive. Some breeds that are more popular they're gonna be less expensive. you know what I mean uh if you have a quality a certain quality standard like a show breed of some sort, I would imagine that they would be uh you know oh you're exactly correct. worth more. But-
2: yeah, you're exactly correct. You know, um, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a jackass outside with my two German Shepherds and I breed them uh, and tell them on Craigslist I'm only going to get this amount of money. I'm an AKC licensed breeding facility and I have champion line German Shepherds that go all the way back to the original importation from Germany. I can charge probably about $1,000 a puppy. But, but they but, don't
1: drop them to 900 the next year. That's my point.
2: Exactly. Why they just they, they, if they have puppies left over, they don't breed more puppies anyway. But that's we're going all <laughs> the way back. But the, see, there is a ceiling on certain things like it, For a while, uh, a good looking coastal carpet demanded like M-Pen or whatever demands about 200 bucks, in my opinion. Uh, so I will I would agree. not and I would not let my Jags or anything that is a morph drop below two hundred dollars. Because if I'm charging this much for a normal good looking one, I have to charge a little bit more for something that has a genetic mutation involved with it,
1: right, so okay, so let's use that example well so that was the,
2: ceiling. the problem is is that you know and the problem is that I got into an argument with somebody once is that people don't seem to care if it's a good looking coastal it's a coastal coastals are eighty dollars well. Some Coastals are, but not my Coastals. Why are you showing a yearling Coastal that should be $80 at a show when for $200? I'm like, because it's a year old. It's one of my Coastals. I produced it. So, it's just the way it goes. It's because now, now people perceive Coastal to be $80, regardless of what the hell it is. JAG should be $100. Well, that doesn't work for me. So... It may take me longer to get the price that I want, but I'm still going to get the price that I want. Like It may take me until my Jags are almost a year old to get the $200 that I want for them, but I'm going to get the $200 for the Jags. And because I know how much it costs to raise them up, I'm still making a profit on those animals. But I'm willing to wait. I'm also willing to not produce just a clutch of Jags just because I need a clutch of Jags for some godforsaken reason. So it, it, that's the difference. So yeah, there yeah, is it's a not, feeling it's a, it, 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 there's room to wiggle in that too. So
1: Yeah, I just wonder, I mean I I I've, I've thought about it that way, but I guess when we were talking about it out loud, it just kind of, you know, it just kind of clicked that it was the thinking of uh you know, that kind of makes sense that like why mm. Why would you take a, you know, if, if, if a standard coastal is even, let's say it's 150 bucks, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. and that's what they sell at. So I would much rather sell 10 snakes at 150 bucks. Um, I think it would be easier. I think it would expand the, you know, expand the hobby than sell 10 snakes at 10,000 bucks. I just think that that's a more difficult sell. That's a certain person, and, you know, uh, everybody's in a race to get that, you know, to get that sale.
2: I mean, what was it Jamie said? We're racing to the bottom, and that's stupid. But it's like the the thing that kind of, you know, uh, sticks with me is that there are many different ways to, you know, Sell your snake and do all sort of stuff, but it's like, um, it it it, it's, it just takes patience. It just takes time, and you know, I, I have my animal set at this price, and if anything, the price is going to go up as the longer I have it because it's closer to breeding age. It's starting to show color, blah 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 blah. I I I never understand. I've never ever had like a weekend blowout sale where it's like, everything must go. It's like, why, why would we do this to ourselves? Like, I, I, I don't go to the dog show in Philly and get handed like, Oh, for walking in and buying a dog biscuit, here's three freaking puppies that I can't get rid of. Take them. It's like that's, that's wrong. <laughs> if, <laughs> if somebody did that, people would lose their freaking minds. But right. it's like, I don't do that. It's, And I understand, I'm not trying to tell somebody how to run their business or how to run their snake breeding or anything like that. It's just, you. with one hand, you slash prices and try to get animals to go for like 10% off for this weekend or for sale for the next three weeks. Um, I got to get this thing moving because I got other babies coming that are just like it. But on the other hand, you complain about how the market sucks, nothing's selling, and you have to keep going, 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 going. So, it's uh, it, it's it's kind of kind of stupid to watch these people sometimes. So
1: I really I really don't think the market sucks. It no.
2: doesn't. I I don't yeah, think
1: it's I don't, at all. I don't I don't, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's doom and gloom. I I don't know. I guess this weekend just kind of open like listening to different viewpoints and I know me and you have talked about this and me you Zach and mm-hmm. Matt. You know, we've had conversations about this till the cows come home. But you know, to to go outside and outside of the the element and talk to people, you know, outside of the show and and and, and just get different opinions, mm-hmm. just kind of really reinforced. You know, I don't know. It just seems like it just seems like to me that that the hobby is more is about more than, than just that. Uh, you should but, be, you know, I think that, uh, it's supposed to be something that's, that's not stressful. It's supposed to be something that you enjoy. It's supposed to be something that, uh, you know, um uh, but it does require certain things. And probably yeah. the most important thing, like you just said, Owen is patience. I mean, y yeah. first, of, especially with dealing with, you know, if you're dealing with carpets or condros, um, you know, even scrubs and, and species like that, because they take a quite a while to grow up.
2: Seven years. Uh, you, to, know?
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, you uh, know, even but if you
2: you're getting it, it, It's so much worth it because, I mean, we've been raising our olives for close. They're almost seven. And it's like we put our, you know, blood, sweat, tears into that project. And now it's going to pay off soon where right. I, I could have easily just have found somebody who breeds olives and imported a box of olives and sold them off and been like, I'm olives. I love olives. It, it, it that's that, that, that's selling yourself short. You're not that that's, you're not in it for the right reasons in my opinion, but whatever. So, and, and the way I would say, if I'm going to say that the market sucks, the only way I'm ever going to say if the market sucks is if I have not sold a single baby that I've produced in one year. If, but maybe the market. Not,
1: mar- but even not with
2: one that, of them goes. Yeah.
1: yeah, but even with that, the market might not suck at all. Maybe you, you suck. suck at selling but
2: things.
1: If, <laughs> maybe I freaking <laughs> suck. Like if I, I have,
2: let's put it this way, I have one 2013 floating around. Carmel, male. He's just the last uh-huh. one here. I have four 2014s left. Right. And I have almost, I think I sold four or five 2015s already. Right. So it, it's it's small pieces. And do, do I really, there's some people who'd be looking at that 2013 Carmel Mail and being like, my God, he's taking up case space Why are you still here? I'm looking at him going, you know what? If you're still here in October, I might put your ass to work. And then you get sold <laughs> as a proven breeding mail. And then your right. price goes up even further. It's like right. it's one of those things. And the the four fourteens that I have left. Actually, hold on. Holy crap, I'm down to one fourteen. I forgot those other ones were sold. Never mind. I'm down to one fourteen left. So it's right. like sometimes just have that one that's straggler. And I'm not right. gonna push it to get him out the door because sometimes you get the people who are like my male died or he's not breeding. Do you have anything that's close to breeding age? I'm like, well, this guy, if you kind of push him a little bit, he will probably do your, and they buy him up. Right. So why, why, why am I going to sell my options to sell the customer short? Because I got to make cage space. I got to make cage space.
1: Yeah. Makes sense.
2: Yeah. Whatever. These things happen.
1: <laughs>
2: we can, well, we can no. only tell you guys so many times.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I just thought the whole idea of uh, having the price just sort of stay, uh, you know, um, at a at a price and just stay there. You know, they don't have mm-hmm. to drop. Don't get nervous. No. You know, if Once we go. I think, like uh, I was talking to somebody earlier tonight, and they were asking me about, you know about albinos in particular, and I said, um, I'm just making double heads this season. I'm not making any visual albinos. Just because I think, for one, I think the market is kind of flooded with them. Um, Which,
2: Which that can just be, what people also need to understand, is that can just be ebb and flow. I mean, people can produce a ton of albinos this year, but who's to say that they're, obviously, because the market is now kind of saturated with albino, um hopefully people kind of stop producing just straight albino and we kind of dwindle the numbers down a little bit with how many just straight albinos are being produced and that kind of closes that down a little bit more so well it's it, uh, just
1: like if you look at if you look at ring pythons they're the, they're the they're the perfect example i mean they are you know, uh you look at Ring Pythons, uh, at one point they were probably a hundred bucks at a show. I think I think when I saw them at the uh NARBC in Philadelphia, they,
2: they were, were like seventy
1: five bucks.
2: Because everybody had them. They were all breeding like bunny rabbits, so then everybody stopped breeding because they only could get 100 bucks a hundred bucks apiece. The adult rings were sold, uh pairs were split up, animals went here or there. The people who may not have been too experienced with them, animals died, animals shifted over. All of a sudden, no ring pythons were being produced. So now the All price right. for ring pythons is what is it now? They're about a what? A uh, couple hundred bucks a piece.
1: Ring pythons?
2: Yeah, wow.
1: they're like no? fifteen hundred a pair, dude.
2: That's that's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, um, <laughs> it they're they're like
1: that's like, oh, like five fifty anyway, a piece yeah so if they're six jesus
2: christ anyway so that's where they're at so and at a, the the thing is now is everybody's so morph crazy nobody's building back up on the ring python so it's like they're not so like normally what you would expect now is there to be an overflow of ring pythons but it's not happening so the ring pythons are staying at like you said like five six hundred bucks they've well, been that way for like three years
1: when you're i think there's maybe what one or maybe two people in the u.s that produce them i know tom keoghan uh, tom keoghan
2: i um, know chad um yeah tom, that's, pretty chad, much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it i'm pretty sure so other people like, are raising ones but yeah
1: that's that's a good spot to be in you know and a lot of people do they bail on that project? Do they not bail? You know what I mean? You, then you got it's, the people that bail on it because they say, "Ah, oh, well, you know." I think I think what happens is you get this little people get this little buzz because they see, "Whoa, they're actually they're twelve hundred a pair." But you, they see this little buzz where they go, uh, "They're twelve hundred a pair." Oh, I want to make that. You know, I yeah. want to make that money and, yeah. and then they get in it. And they, they realize that they don't really dig the species, and what ends up happening is is that they end up. Getting out of it because it's not what they want to do. End up you'd on. Much, yeah, you'd, you'd be much better off, I think, long term to get the species that you like, whether that yeah. is a carpet, a chondro, a ball python. Uh, you know, you know, if that's what you want to get into, then that's what you should do. You shouldn't do ring pythons simply because you know they're the current fat. Because by the time you get to breed, who knows? They're not going to be something else. Will be the fat. Yeah. So. So, i don't know
2: it's just it's funny because it's like uh certain animals come and go and certain animals like they get an or outpour of the animal and then they disappear forever or, um but you know there should never I, I don't believe there should ever be not like a species not being produced in this country that's here like you know the fact that we had to get certain i think nick was talking about like uh guns or something like that had to be shipped back into the country because people stopped breeding them or something like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, it's one of those, I I, I would hate to have to go out and get ring pythons because nobody ever built them back up again. But I don't think that's going to happen. I hope it's not going to happen. But it's definitely one of those things of like, also what you see from a financial standpoint uh, may not be everything you see on the surface, uh, Andrew, when Andrew hatched uh, mangrove monitors here, um, he was selling for a couple hundred bucks a piece. So he was talking to some of the importers, and they started bringing in baby mangrove monitors because he was getting a couple hundred bucks a piece for his. But right. these are captive-born and bred monitor babies compared to these things that are skinny and were caught in the wild or born on a farm. So it wasn't really, and they couldn't sell any of theirs, so it's just funny. Sometimes it, you got to take a closer look.
1: Yeah, interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, we're dwindling down on time. Um, yes, we are. One of the thing that I wanted to make sure that we get out there is uh, this Saturday, 9 o'clock, tune in to GTP Keeper Radio because they're going to be talking about um Chondro breeders in the u k nice i don't know I don't know if they're having a round table or a specific guest, but uh should be interesting to hear um, mm-hmm. there's some uh some cool stuff over there for sure, so that's this Saturday, so make sure to check that out um, We talked about the carpet fest mm mm-hmm. uh, in the northwest we talked about the booster
2: well, actually, I have an update on the booster. Okay. Uh, We now have 17 shirts sold. We started at six. Yeah, Bill came in and bought 10 shirts, apparently. So. Nice. I don't know why he needs 10 shirts, but I'm not going (laughs) to complain. I guess he
1: figures at least one of them will fit, you know.
2: (laughs) That that was cold. Anyway.
1: (laughs) That was quick-witted, man. Come on, you're rubbing off on on me. No, no.
2: (laughs) No, that's my job on this show. God damn it. Anyway, um, so if you are on the fence about a booster, please go over. Uh, you don't have to buy 10 shirts. One will do. Um, yeah. And uh, just support us, support USARC. And uh, it's a good shirt. I always like those shirts. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's cool to cool to see them out there. So, uh, so again, I can't... Uh, As we wrap up, I can't express my uh, sincerest uh, thanks to uh, Bill and his wife uh, for opening up their house and uh, letting us come and check out his collection and uh, being so welcoming and just being an awesome person. I mean, it just, I just have been re, my faith has been reestablished in that there is (laughs) people. Yeah, in the Morelia world, um, I witnessed it this past weekend. Uh, everybody I met down there at the Southern Carpet Fest was—I—I I couldn't tell you—they were all great people. Uh, you know, it was a pleasure meeting every single one of them. Uh, you know, it was great. I can't wait till next year. I definitely—that will definitely be one that I always go to uh, for sure. Um, mm. It's well worth—well worth the trip. Um, so. Uh, i put uh i put a whole bunch of pictures from the weekend over on the uh the carpet fest um website so you can check that out if you wanna see what went on um but yeah, it was a good time uh you know thanks again to evan evan Browder carpet cartel, the man the myth the legend straight out of Biak, that's how he rolls. You know, oh everything that comes Stop out of it. B.O.K., it's a bitch. <laughs> that's what we decided it. this
2: it. That's, again. that's enough.
1: <laughs> Anything that comes out of B.O.K., bastard of an animal. Think about it.
2: Well, yeah, that's obvious.
1: Yeah. So. Chondros, they that kill you. Scrub pythons, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't mm-hmm. Uh, David Bean's B.O.K. like one of the craziest scrubs he had? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was huge, too.
1: Yeah. So... I'm sure if there was a carpet Python on Bioc, that would be an m f or two, but I don't know. Is there any monitors from BIOC? uh
2: I assume there are several um I think it would just be different localities of a certain type of monitor. I don't know which one though but do
1: they geek out about localities and monitor world
2: they they do, but they don't. It's almost like it's it's one of those you would want to have a pair of something from a certain locality. But if you can't get a pair uh, of a certain locality, neighboring localities will do. Um, but it's a little harder in certain species, um, especially in the African monitors, because not a lot of research has been done with them. So uh, it, it's kind of hard to even peg with what you got. So this is all according to Andrew, and what I pick up with other things. So which exactly. he's gonna he's gonna end up having another clutch of white throats. Apparently, they're breeding. So, more monitor eggs. Whee! <laughs> yep,
1: <Yeah. laughs> that's awesome. Very cool. So, uh, so yeah, you know, there you go. So, And don't forget, um, October 3rd is the mm-hmm. Northwest Carpet Fest, uh, like we talked about earlier. Uh, if you're out on that west coast, it's definitely something you want to go and check out. Um, And then I think it's November 9th. I'm not sure the exact date. November, let me get it, is the Southeast Carpet Fest. Hold on, give me a second. I'll pull it up. Um, North, Southeast. Southeast is November 7th. November 7th to November 8th. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that one is in November seventh. Is in uh, where was it? It's in Florida. Um, Okay. Eustis, I think it is Eustis, Florida, Um, and that's hosted by KJ. He's going to host that one. So uh, nice. That may be one. I'm probably heading to that one too, but gotta work out details (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: yeah
1: yeah um well my wife is down there at the same time so that might be a weekend getaway for me um so cool uh let's see as far as next week uh we don't have a guest lined up yet owen
2: oh goodness Um, no
1: (laughs) i know the week after that is uh I think that's the week when Justin is coming on. Um,
0: nice.
1: We're going to be talking about Morelia imbricata, so he's coming uh, on
0: twenty
1: ninth. Got some imbricata, uh, imbricata talk, so that should be good. Um, and then we're going to be coming up on the year anniversary show.
2: Oh my God! Again. I yeah. think we've done this three times.
1: Oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah, this will be the fourth one. So that'll probably oh, be October 6th. That show will be the, uh, the year the anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-Tinley. Well, I say year. It's not a year. It's what, four <laughs> years? Four years. Four years. Four years. Four years. Four-year anniversary show. So we're working on some cool guests, hopefully, that uh, will pan out for that one, and uh, it will be cool to reminisce and chat and get ready as we head out to Tinley uh, that weekend, and uh, we hope to see you all there, because we will be there. We'll be there at, um, uh, what do you call it, Uh, Carpet Row, and... Mm -hmm. If you're interested in uh, picking up a Carpet Python, I would highly recommend stopping by Carpet Row because you have many to choose from. Uh, That should be an awesome time. If you're on the fence... Here's another one I'm going to say. If you're on Mm -hmm. the fence... uh, If you're on the fence about going out to Tinley Park, it is the same advice that I would give um, people that... uh, have are on the fence about going to carpet fest. Um, it's worth the trip, man. Would you say so? Owen? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's one of those things of like you, it's, if you're on the fence about it, uh, don't think, just do it. Um, book your hotel, uh, everything you can to get out there. Just, just go ahead and do it because I promise you it will be way worth the trip over. Um, and you'll have so much fun. You'll even, you'll wonder why you even thought about not coming. So
1: definitely do it. <laughs> yeah. We got to throw a happy birthday out there to buddy Stony Creek reptile Did he, right? did he
2: tell you to do that? Did he tell you to no. do
1: that? No, really? I always do that. I always oh. do that when, the when people's birthday are on the show.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, usually
1: never pans out, but. Yeah. Today's his birthday, so I give guess, him a shout out yeah. We do that.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> he loves you so much, Owen. I he know just <laughs> busts his ball so bad. I mean, he's bought like fifty five snakes from you. <laughs>
2: it's so much more fun this way.
1: But that's uh, that's customer service. Good lord. <laughs> Poor guy. Got, like, and he it won't go anywhere up, right? he's Got nowhere else to go. Anyway. Yeah, it's a, it's just tough love. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, anyway, we're going to wrap it up, call it a night, and uh, we'll go through our list. And uh, I guess we'll see everybody back here next week. But uh, let's see. Um, if you're uh, just getting into carpets and you were looking to research them, uh, maybe you're sick of Facebook. I don't know. Uh, check out the forums, Morelia Python forums. It's moreliapythons.com. Uh, go over there and you can research up all you want uh maybe you're looking for lineages of stuff or maybe you're looking uh, who's who maybe you know you just want to post something up uh there's some 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 traffic over there but uh you know I can't tell you how many uh how invaluable of a tool that is at least for me uh when researching stuff so uh it's cool to check out uh let's see Murray Python radio um you can Oh, wait. We have a caller. Is it, buddy? <laughs> no, 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 It's Evan. Hello. What's up, Evan? It's
2: Evan. What's it's going Evan. on, y'all? Eh,
1: nothing much. Nothing much. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm not even supposed to be on the phone. I'm at work. But uh, I just want to call and say, you know, it was really good hanging out with you, Eric, and meeting you and talking to you. It was awesome that you came down. And we're hoping that next year, you know, you bring those other Philly guys with you. <laughs> oh, and Aunt
2: Jack.
1: That's right. I will. But, man, it, it it
2: was a blast.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I think Definitely the best part was it. the after hours.
3: <laughs> yeah, man, I so many people missed out when they left, and I mean it was it was a really nice turnout, but to just have like the final six people just hanging out and talking, and it that those conversations went everywhere. You know, and and, uh, Bill actually had a clutch of a ball pythons hatch out while we were there. And he, you know, we were checking them out, watched that. And just, it was so much fun. And just the talking and the whole straight out of b conversation, Owen, you, oh, you would have died.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was an inside joke, Owen. That's why I said. Yeah. (laughs) And I I, I think what
3: happened was we had went in Bill's snake room and we're messing with the chondros at like two o'clock in the morning. And they were calm. They were chill. They weren't all, you know, like most people think how they're going to be crazy and trying to bite your face off. And, you know, kind of felt like Mythbusters. And
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't even remember what was said, but it, it, we said, except for Beox. And then it turned into, yeah, anything that comes off of Beox Island is a bitch. <laughs> and it, you know, the scrubs, the box the just anything, and I think I think Eric had said, you know, they're a gangster, and then Bill chimed in with they wear patches on their eyes, and I mean, it was just so funny, and
0: man, it, it was, was really such a wonderful dude.
3: time. Yeah. yeah, it. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it, it yeah, was a yeah. wonderful we, time. We watched some crazy video, uh, crazy beaver like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, attacking a dude, and oh man, was crazy. Yeah, like, then we
3: started talking about the bobcat and the uh the coyote oh yeah,
1: yeah. what the hell are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. telling
3: you that, that 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 conversation i think it i think we were i think i was packed up and ready to leave at like 11:45 at midnight and then somehow i ended up not getting out there till 3:45 in the morning and we're all just sitting outside conversating laughing uh, Eric telling his uh, stories about his camping trips and stuff. I mean, it was just awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Those stories. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know the story.
2: Yes, I do.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I can't yeah. have four years' exposure without hearing half of them. But anyway, um, <laughs> that that sounds awesome. It sounds like a lot of the other Carpet Fests as well as, you know, podcasts and things like that that we all have fun at where it's like you just you. Just, Stick around at the wee hours of the morning with other perp related people and have a freaking blast. And it's awesome that you guys started out this well. You had a good first run. That's awesome. Yeah, and
3: I think uh, next year is going to be, you know, probably a little bit better, be a little bit more organized and have some stuff to, you know, give away, auctions, raffles, that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Looking forward to it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that butter,
3: great. Right. Let me get back to work before I get
2: fired. <laughs> yeah, you do that because I don't like to be poor. So uh, let's not do that.
1: You won't be able to. Buy All right, guys. All right, man. Yep. Yeah.
2: True story. <laughs>
1: All right, man. All right, okay. thanks
2: a lot, man. All right, guys.
1: See. You. Bye. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. He said he was going to try to call in. There you go. He called in. Good job. Oh, and, uh, and
2: I I got a text. Um, Andrew says they're called Bioc Tree Monitors, and they are assholes. So Me? there you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: there you go. Fact checker. Good job, Fact Owen. Check right there <laughs> yeah.
2: I knew it. Bioc Tree Monitors, and they, yes, yeah. Yes, they are. So there you go. Sons um, <laughs> of
1: a bitch. i so.
2: Proving things all over the place here.
1: Yeah. Oh, one anyway, more thing. There's no diamond pythons at the Frankfurt Zoo. That was another fact Yeah, yeah they don't uh, exist well, you, at the Frankfurt.
2: You mean the importers that are bringing in diamond pythons they have fibbed?
1: Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> so anyway. Tell her, me oh. shocked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so MorelliPythonRadio.com Com. Uh, go over there, check it out. Uh, you can right. see the species complex, the Morph of Uh You know, there's papers, there's books, links to everything you could possibly want, past guests, et cetera, et cetera. All there with the click of a button.
2: My uh, picture, so, your picture, all fun things.
1: Yes. So. Check it out. If you have uh, questions, comments, um anything sure. of the sort related to the show uh please send that to info at moreliapython dot com um and uh we will uh we will get back with you uh look forward to uh always look forward to hearing feedback um how to make the show better guests you wanna hear things you like things you don't like et cetera et cetera et cetera um so feel free. Uh, to reach out. Uh, the best way to get the show, uh, if you miss it and don't listen live, is on iTunes um, or whatever your podcast app of choice is. Yep. Uh, you can get it right to your phone um, and all is well. You get your Tuesday, or I guess it would be Wednesday or whatever day of the week that you listen to the show on, uh, mm-hmm. fix as you drive in your car or clean snake shit or whatever it is that you do <laughs> while you listen to the show. Uh, you know, that's how you get it. Um, you can check us out on our Facebook page. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and our Facebook group, really our group, main group page that we are probably at a lot is Morelia pick of the week.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: that's pretty much the the place when it comes to uh, comes to Moralia in the uh, probably around the world. I would say um, there are four thousand people members of Moralia Pick of the Week. Yeah, so, so yeah. a lot of cool things that get posted over there. So if you're not a member, sign on up, and if as long as you're not a web bot, we will approve you. And we don't approve people that sell sunglasses.
2: <laughs> yeah dear god
1: <laughs> sunglasses
2: or shoes Yeah. No, the only rule is uh, that there can be no for sale ads um, and we are pretty strict about that stuff and uh, if you violate that rule you'll get one warning and that is all yeah. um, so don't abuse it
1: um, we just want to keep that stuff out of there I don't know if that's yeah. the right or right. there no. are
2: 10 million other places to do that so just go post your ads somewhere else not on the pick of the week. No exceptions. And we we know there are sneaky ways to post an ad, and we keep an eye out for those things. So,
1: yes. like I
2: said, one warning, one warning only. And Owen has
1: his ban hammer. hammer. The band and it's hammer. like, it's, it's cocked up. It's locked and loaded. And at any moment, he's swinging that baby. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. I just yep. say release the cracking,
2: release and then he goes <laughs> down. I'm, I usually just say I'm going to get nope, done. We're out of this. Everything's done. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the way it goes.
1: So yeah, it seems like uh, yeah, for the most part, that that uh, group is is pretty drama free.
2: it's tend to be drama free, and it tends to be one of those things. Also, the I guess the unwritten second rule is don't be a dick. Um, if you're on there, if some people are coming with questions, you got to understand some people are new to this. Uh, we don't really tolerate people being jerks just because someone's asking a question. They may need it answered. Um, also you're allowed to post up pictures of any animals you find appealing, but it is mainly Morelia. Keep that in mind. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously if you have taken 200 photos of your animals, try to condense it into one post, do not post all two hundred pictures as an individual <laughs> picture and take up the entire Morelia pick of the week page. So yeah. these are just the things that drive Owen crazy when he looks at the Morelia pick of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you know me, who I, you are.
1: <laughs> I hear about it as I as I'm in the middle uh, you know of work and he's You're like working, <laughs> I'll work, and I
2: just text you. I'm <laughs> like, what the hell? So yeah, yeah. I'm usually what, like, what?
1: what did I miss <laughs> damn it Eric stay with the times would you stop falling behind uh, pay attention <laughs> yeah over there,
2: over there on the forums going oh
1: no drama here
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> leaving me to people. all this.
1: yeah there is a no drama there yeah,
2: shut, up. shut up you shut up uh, shut
1: up that was sure. the one person that I did miss at meeting it would be uh, Sean Christian but he was yeah away honey. Would have liked to have hung out with him. That would have been cool. Sure. Um, let's see. Uh where where was that? Uh right, I by don't know. right. We were... Um. Yeah. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we will be at Tinley Park. yes uh, We will be there uh in uh, in, uh the, at the NARBC show. So excited. <laughs> October 10th and 11th. So, uh, so <laughs> We will be at carpet row, uh both yep. Owen and myself. Uh we will we'll be, be peddling table. snakes. Uh and you know, I'm sure that if you're interested in carpets and there's something that you see that one of us have, I would say get in touch with us one way or the other and you know will we bring it. Of, yeah. Yep. Make sure that yep. we have that there for you. Um mm-hmm. but uh if you uh want to come by and chat us up Maybe you want to tell us you like the show. Maybe you want to throw, say you hate the show. I don't know. Whatever. But we'll be there.
2: Direct all <laughs> those complaints to Eric. Don't don't come talk to me. If yeah. you hate the show, don't come talk to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you probably don't want to go to Owen when that's the case. I don't want to but, hear uh, that crap. Oh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but but uh, make sure that if uh, you have the opportunity, you should head out there. And let's see talked about Carpet Fest, uh, and then I'll just say ebmoralia.com. I've been working a lot on that site, trying to uh, do a uh, care sheet. That's how I do things. Uh, I almost have my breeding page up and ready. Um, So as soon as that I have that all done and what are you doing laughing at me? Nothing. You're, so, you laughing? you're so far ahead of me. It's
2: ridiculous. It's like, like I almost have my breeding page up. I'm like, crap, that's right. I gotta figure that out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I've been yeah. working on a um, I've been working on a breeding like, uh, almost uh, kind of like a care sheet, but kind of a little more detailed. Um, I have a lot of, uh, the stuff done as far as the care of carpet pythons go. And, right. uh, you know, you, you click on the tab "Kit Keeping and Breeding" and take you to a page. On there, it says "Keeping Carpets." You click on that, you'll see what I'm talking about. And then, pretty soon, I'm going to be launching the breeding. Um, right. Have that together. And again, like we talked about earlier, it's just how I do things. It's not the right. end-all, be-all of breeding carpet pythons, but it's just my approach. So, um, I'll give you some tips and pointers and. You know, uh, hopefully, will lead you to have some success uh, with carpet pythons, and uh, I should be updating my available page within this week, uh, so that uh, I'll have everything that I have available up there, uh, so you can check it out. If you have any questions as far as that goes, you can send them to Eric at ebmorelia.com. Uh, make sure you go over and like our Facebook page. <clears throat> I kind of do the. Uh, Cell phone pick updates and stuff like that over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, tend to do the more professional shots and all that kind of stuff um, on the website. So uh, ebmaria dot com. Like I said, Facebook, Twitter, all the same. Um, and that is all that I have, Owen. Cool. Uh, what I got is
2: you can go to rogue reptiles dot com. Uh, you can also go to Facebook dot com. Look up rogue reptiles on Facebook. Uh, we did just take a bunch of pictures of all the babies that we have for sale, so updated ads will be coming soon. Uh, like Eric said, the next show we have is the Tinley Park Show. So, um, And I think I'm actually be going to the one in Baltimore this weekend, but I think I'm just going to get food again. But uh, if you want an animal, get in contact with us. We will send you pictures of the animals as well as other things like that. Get you all squared away. Uh, we can deliver to shows if we're attending or vending. Uh, and uh, it should be a fun trip. So, like I said, next show is Tinley Park, and then the weekend after Tinley Park is the Hamburg Reptile Show. So we got kind of back-to-back shows there. Um, that's all I got. We will be putting up the list of our breeding pairs this year pretty soon. Um, uh, we have a few uh, different pairs and a few things that we're kind of kind of going to kind of keep on the down low for a little bit until we're pretty sure of what's going on. Um, But either way, if you're looking for a specific animal, get in contact with us. We'll let you know if we're going to be producing it in 2016. That's all I got, and that's all we got. So what we will say is uh, thank you all for listening, and we hope to catch you all next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night, everyone.
0: Hey, Chad Brown here. You may remember me as a linebacker in the NFL or as a reptile breeder and the owner of Pro I've been herping since I was a boy, and I've dedicated my life to advancing the industry, and educating the community about the importance of reptiles. I also love to encourage the joy of breeding and keeping reptiles as a hobbyist, which is why my partner Robin and and I created the Reptile Report. The Reptile Report is our online news aggregation site, bringing you the most up-to-date discussions from the reptile world. Visit thereptilereport.com every day to stay on top of the latest reptile news and information. We encourage you to visit the site and submit your exciting reptile news photos and links, so we can feature outstanding breeders and hobbyists just like you. The Reptile Report offers powerful branding and marketing exposure for your business, and the best part is, it's free. If you're a buyer or a breeder, you got to check out the Reptile Report Marketplace. The Marketplace is the reptile world's most complete buying and selling destination, full of features to help put you in touch with the perfect deal. Find exactly what you're looking for with our advanced search system, search by sex, Weights, morph, or other keywords, and use our Buy It Now option to buy that animal right now. Go to marketplace.thereptilereport.com and register your account for free. Be sure to link your Marketplace account to your Ship Your Reptiles account to earn free tokens with each shipping label you book. Use the Marketplace to sell your animals and supplies and maximize your exposure with a platinum ad. that also gets fed to the Reptile Report and our powerful Marketplace Facebook page. Buying earn, selling? selling Use you shipyourreptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates. ShipYourReptiles.com can also supply you with the materials needed to safely ship your animal successfully. Use ShipYourReptiles.com to take advantage of our discounted priority overnight shipping rates, the materials needed to ship your reptiles successfully, live customer support, and our live, on-time arrival insurance program. We got you covered. Visit TheReptileReport.com to learn or share about the animals. Click on the link to the marketplace, find that perfect pet or breeder. Then visit ShipYourReptiles.com to ship that animal anywhere in the United States. We are your one-stop shop for everything reptile-related.